Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. everyone and welcome to Navy Wife Radio. Today is May 30th, 2007. Today's show is being sponsored by thesubreport.com, your daily source for submarine news and events. So head on over to thesubreport.com today. Hey Marie, are you there? I'm here. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. What's on today's show? Uh, okay, well, today's show we have a lot going on, so we're just going to get right to it. Um, we're going to do this new thing called Works For Me Wednesday, Letters From The Mail Drop, we're going to give an update to everyone on our health corner, and we have a new segment called Following Your Dreams Now. Ooh. And then at the end, I know you have an installment in the uh, the Way I See It segment. The Way I See It. Yeah. Yes. So we have a lot going on. Do you want to do the offset stuff? Oh, yes, I do. Okay, ladies um, and gentlemen. Obstacle stuff. Please no discussion of boat movement, dates, boat names, port calls, destinations, mail drops, homecomings, people's names in conjunction with the boat. No spreading rumors, no causing hate and discontent. In regards to obstacles, our post may not always be may not always be in present time. Example: If we're writing a blog or talking about deployment issues, meaning uh, maybe what our husbands are doing or where they are, or maybe the condition of the boat, maybe that they're working on something. We wait to post those things. We never talk about that in current time, and we will never actually talk about the condition of the boat um, or boat movement or whereabouts, um, just to keep everyone safe, husbands, wives, everybody, deployed, family members. We want them to be safe. And that's it. Good. Very good. Um, Well, I want to remind everyone that you can IM us live during our show through Yahoo or America Online Instant Messenger. Our screen name is Navy Wife Radio. That's Navy Wife Radio. And so you can IM us with a comment or question or any kind of feedback, and we'll share it on air. And Marie has Yahoo up. Yes, I do. And I have America Online up. Right? Yours is up? Yes, mine is up. Oh, and I'm going to change my thing right now. It says we are on. Okay. Yeah, I like that about Yahoo. You can put a little message that says, we're taking your AM or we're (laughs) live on the air. I think that's so neat. Oh gosh! So, so how are you? I, I'm really Let's get to it. I, I am very good. Um, I had just one of those days, though. You know those days that when your husband is gone, and you feel like you're either on TV or you're part of one of those stories you read, or it just <laughs> yeah. feels surreal. Like, or we call it the Seinfeld episode. You know, we just feel like we're in a Seinfeld episode because of just the quirky, funny things that happen to us. So today I had, you know, it's summertime. And I have two children. Yay! Yay, summertime. I just want to say I love, I'm so happy to have my kids home. I am so excited. I love having them at home. I've been itching for this. Um, I'm one of those moms that can't wait to get their kids home. (laughs) I don't want them to ever go back. So anyway, very happy to have them home. Very excited summertime. But, of course, um, I had to have some work done on my car, and I had to drop it off. I'm 30 miles south of here in the city and um, at the dealership, and they wanted it there at 8 a.m., and it's summertime, and, you know, trying to get those kids out of bed, you know, at six thirty, seven o'clock to get it there in time, it, it's not an easy task. So I, I got the kids up, and I accomplished all of that, and, and I tried to make, so instead of just making them absolutely miserable by getting them out of bed, I thought I would make fun out of this day. You know, I would, I would do some special things for them. So we decided that we were going to go see Shrek 3, Shrek the 3rd. And we were going to go to lunch together and uh, maybe do some Very fun shopping. Nice. Very so, yes, so this fun day really seemed like it was going to go well. So until we got to, we went to Arby's, which is one of our favorite little, gotta love the curly fries, which, by the way, um, jumping to the fitness thing, I think that we should have some sort of a 1-800 number for people to call when they're at a fast food <laughs> restaurant. I guess they don't do it. I, I absolutely should have called you to talk me out of the large curly fry because I did not need a Wendy. I ordered a large curly fry, and oh I gosh. ate the large curly fry. 
The whole darn thing. And I had a large soda, which I did not need, but I, I want you to be very proud of me that I dumped out the rest of the end of the soda and I filled it up with ice water to take with me. So oh, well, that's, instead that's of it. instead of that's filling it up with another soda, I did. So what about diet? You can't drink diet? Ugh. I, I, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have the sugar. I know it doesn't I know. I just it. hate giving up things. My whole thing is moderation. But anyway, we'll get to that at the, for the health quarter part. <laughs> but okay, my kids okay. so are just what the story is about. Yeah, so I dropped okay. it off and trying to make the day fun. So we were at Arby's, and it's rush hour, I mean rush lunchtime at, at Arby's. And we sit down at a table, and there is a group of at least ten Hispanic men. And all You can tell they're construction workers, all you know, sitting there at lunch. Um, and they are deep in conversation and all talking in Spanish. I thought nothing of it, nothing at all. In fact, the only table that was open was right like a foot and a half away from this group of, you know, dirty men. I'm thinking, well, they can't be cursing, and if they were, we, my children won't be able to understand them. So it can't be that bad, right? Oh, Marie. Well, they've been working all day. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So, I mean, well, you know, any kind of group of men, usually you wouldn't want your children sitting next to ten guys, no matter where they are or what they're, yeah. you know. Conversation is just usually not a good thing. But anyway, so I think we can't be able to understand them, so that won't be a problem. So I sat down. And, you know, my kids, I'm like, oh, I hope I'm not even bothering these men because these kids, you know, my kids sitting right next to them, and they were there first kind of thing. So my my daughter, who loves Dora the Explorer, right, and Diego, do you right. know those characters? Yeah, I'm seeing where this is all going. Okay, yes, go yep, yep. They, of course, are teaching them Spanish on the show. And my children, I did not even think that they would even realize that they were speaking Spanish. I mean, they were talking very fast and very low, you know, and just kind of going on to themselves. And uh, But they, you know, you could hear it very well, too. And my daughter is just sitting there, and she keeps looking at them. I mean, staring. And I'm telling, I'm saying, you know, don't. Don't stare, baby girl. It's not nice. And so she just keeps looking at them. And so she is at the side of the table where she's facing them. Her face is looking directly at them. My back is to them. And my daughter takes her hand and does this this wave, like you start at one side of your body, it goes up over your head and down to the other side, like a rainbow. And she yes. goes, hola, real slow. <laughs> <laughs> The table of Hispanic men. Uh, did they say, what is the inspector? No. In fact, I think they took it offensively because she, she of course, was just meaning, she, darn Dora. <laughs> Stupid Dora, that's the problem. <laughs> because Dora says words sometimes very slow and repeats herself so that you understand, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So she that's was amazing. saying it as if she was teaching them. <laughs> Hola. Hola, really slow. And I was waiting for her to say, can you say it with me? <laughs> but she'd think that she didn't. But these men didn't think it was very funny. In fact, they just kind of glared. I was like, <gasps> so I just kind of did a little small, ha, you know, smile and turned back around and just tried to pretend that nothing happened. And the kid was just gleaming like, you know, I speak Spanish. <laughs> I speak Spanish. I'm good to go. <laughs> and then Zachary looks at her and says it loud enough, my son, looks at my little girl, and he's sitting right next to her, and looks at the guys and goes, they should have said gracias. (laughs) And they heard him. And they should have said gracias. Oh, I don't know which one's funnier, the hola or the gracias. I don't know. know. Kids are so funny. They just try and, you know, create relations wherever they go. They do. So I explained to them that I said, it's kind of inappropriate to be talking the way that they're having their own conversation. Let's just please let them be. But my children so badly just want to talk well, you're going to have to teach her a, a thing now. Let's see. What can you teach her now? You're going to just have to say buenos dias. <laughs> well, they can say that too, but I don't think I – at the moment I really didn't want to give her a Spanish lesson. So, anyway, so that was that. And then, if you can imagine – so that was how our morning started. And I'm already feeling kind of, you know, like, oh, gosh, you know, that, that has to be the most interesting part of the day, right? So then we decide to go see Shrek 3, and we get to the movie theater, and we are racing because we made a stop at Old Navy in between, which was, you know, gotcha. had to get some closer. We were just stuff. having a great I was, We were. We were having a great time. The kids even picked up the most obnoxious um, swim trunks for Dad for Father's Day. I mean, they've got loud surfboards and waves all over them in tiki huts. <laughs> you know, Dad doesn't wear ties for what he does, so we had to get him something. Yeah. So then we were racing 
you know, to across to the, the movie theater. Did you theater. get there in time for the previews? No, well, that's the problem. We bought the tickets. We go running inside, and I see the name, you know, the Shrek 3 on the, the little board, and I just walk straight into that movie theater, and it's already started. I'm like, oh, no. And so we quietly sit down, and Wendy, you know, cartoons are all the same all the way through. I realized that after we've been sitting there for a good 25, 30 minutes, I'm like, why can't I just make sense of this yet? Why isn't it all what the heck is going on in this movie? And then I really we went Wendy, to the wrong theater. We went to the wrong theater, and we were watching the last thirty minutes of Shrek. <laughs> oh gosh! So being the good, being the creative, Did you go and at least leave and go start over. Being the creative milfstuff that I am, instead of even asking permission or anything else, I told the kids, "I'm like, you guys, I'm so sorry. Your mom is tired today." And uh, we ended up in the wrong theater. This is the end of the movie. If we want to go see the beginning, we're going to have to go see what shows next. So we just happened to walk out right when there was another show starting in four minutes. But it was across the uh, the concession stands, and they have people that check your tickets. And I wasn't even going to do the whole, you know, look, I'm I'm an idiot. <laughs> I went to the right. wrong show. Not only did I miss my show now, but I watched the end of another one. Um, so when did I did they it, stop you? Well, I just pretended I was going to the concession stand. I got the kids a popcorn. Oh my gosh! And then I told so the they kids got I'm popcorn. Like, they were even more thrilled. Oh yeah! And I'm like, shh, we're getting popcorn. We're going to see a movie. And so we went over to the other side, and I just acted. It was a real young guy. Kind of love those, you know, sixteen year olds at the movie theater. I just acted like I. Yeah. I just acted like I knew what I was doing, and he even was, like, going to ask me, but I didn't make eye contact with him, and I just kept walking, and he didn't stop me. He just kind of looked at me like, oh, oh well. So we went into the movie theater, and we watched the whole movie from the beginning, well, <laughs> even though we knew the ending. Even though. I actually liked the movie. I liked the director. Yeah, I thought it was good. You know, it was... Like it. It was good, but I have to say they were they're just they're getting carried away with the whole innuendo the adult innuendos. You know, there's just some things that they don't have to put in there. I like the the silly humor, the cute humor, like Nemo. Yeah, I know. They all do that though. I know, they've really gotten carried away with it though, and I just there's some things even then I don't even want my own little kids repeating, like especially, you know, my youngest who's five. There's just some things that you know. I, yeah, I yeah. can't even think of any that they had in there right Yes, now. but there were just some, you, there's some things you kind of sit there and go, oh, they could have done without that. But they do it, and, you know, there's always that loud person in the back of the theater. I wish she could be listening to the show right now that just laughs so hard that you can't hear the next part of the scene. Right. Yeah, I was sitting in front of one of those. <laughs> so I, I don't even know what the people thought in the first theater when we walked in for the last 20, we had a really quiet theater. Well, we went at oh, we went on Tuesday, and we hadn't seen any movies, and we saw a double feature, which was a first for me. I hadn't seen a double feature in forever, uh-huh. so that was really good. So, um, so yeah, that was fun. Well, very cool. So what? Um, so that was my day, and then we went to finally go pick up the car. So you can imagine, I had rented a car in between, so you can imagine the car seat in and out of each place, in and out of each place, switching cars back and forth, and at least the car is fixed. Everything's. Good, got my car back. But yeah, it was just one of those days. Just very good. Yeah, I'm so you got your car back. Yes. So and then, well, how was your day? Everything good? Everything's going well with the week. Your your husband's back. Yeah, it was good. He's back. I uh, there was one thing I wanted to tell everyone. Um, I should say this for the late the as the the way I see it segment, but I'm not. I'm going to say it here. Go right ahead. I was watching Rachel Ray. Well, I shouldn't say that, right? No, it's too late. I already did it. Um, <laughs> show on Memorial Day. I was going to say that dog show that cooks, but um, you know, the question was, what is Memorial Day? I hope everyone had a nice long weekend. I will, you know, and, and mm-hmm. that they took the time to remember what Memorial Day is, right? Yes. Okay. So she had a she quizzed a bunch of kids. You know, what does Memorial Day mean to you? Of course, none of them knew the answer. And um, these were all kids, though, right? Know the answer. They're kids. Yeah, like our kids. Little kids. Um, none of them knew the answer. Although your kids and my, I'm sure mine would know. Yeah, Zach knows. Michaela, you know. Kayla probably doesn't. But um, so, and even Rachel Ray, she says, well, I just want to say, you know, hello to all the troops around the country and let you know that we're all thinking about you today. <sighs> What's up? What's that? And then later on, she says. not Military Appreciation Day. Yeah. Armed Forces Day. And then the Day. other one, she says, well. Not even Veterans Day. Know, <laughs> 
Yeah, so basically it was, a, well, we just want everyone to know how much we support the troops today. And <clears throat> I wanted to say to her, it's not Veterans Day. That's what Veterans Day is about. Absolutely. Support the truth the troops. Today is the day to remember all of the soldiers. Hence the name Memorial. Yes, people who have died, given their lives and you know, for our freedom. Those are still missing in action. Those are the the tomb of the unknown soldier. You know, soldier is you know a big thing at this at that day. And so yes, I just was very disappointed in that. So okay, that's my little vent episode. And then the other thing I wanted to say really quick was, you know, the husband's been gone. He's been on like, you know, first he was on the East Coast, then he was on the West Coast in San Diego, then he went to Bangor. But um, when he went to I can't remember if it was Banger or San Diego. I can't remember. He was in the off-crew office. I think it was Banger. And he was so funny because he kept calling every day to give me his report on how wonderful everything was, <laughs> how he loved the sea air, and <laughs> he loved the food and the seafood and the seals that he could hear barking out near his room. That yes, not, not Navy seals, not, you know, yeah, But he, real seals. he said he, when he went into the off-crew office, he said, when I saw some of the guys, he said I just chuckled because they actually smelled like the boat, and they just oh. looked so worn out. I That's said, so oh. cute. I said they smelled like the boat. And he goes, yes. He's like, it was obvious they just got back from being underway. So, yes. So yes, if you're listening to this and your husband is underway, we can really sympathize with you. And that and I, I have found myself standing way too close to the guy in front of me in the exchange when he's in his utilities. <laughs> You can know you can smell the boat smell, and it's awful because you you know you you just can't get rid of the smell when they're home and you want it gone. Right. But when they're gone, um, I've caught myself you know standing you know too close to somebody because I was kind of just I was like, what? Oh, that's the boat, you know. And you, then you think of your husband. It's not that I was smelling the man in front of me, but yeah, it's just I've done that once many times. It is. It, it bring you know. It reminds you of something. It reminds you of your husband coming home from work. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, so, no, I apologize. Now that we're all caught up. Um, <clears throat> okay, so let's get to our things that we're going to talk about. Today. Yes, I want to hear about um, the work for me Wednesday. Okay. Well, I found this website, and it is called. I'll give you our source. So if we had a lawyer, he would be happy with us. Our source for this Works For Me Wednesday is called rocksinmydryer.typepad.com. So it's called rocksinmydryer.typepad.com, and it's a blog. I love that. Every, yeah, it's Rocks on. Rocks in my Every dryer. Wednesday, they have all of these bloggers that have signed up for this list, and you can actually put in there a tip or a thing that's unique that you do. Okay. And, on a, and it's on Wednesday, and it calls work, and it's called Works for Me Wednesday. And so there's, gosh, I don't know, twenty, thirty links in there, and you can pick whichever one you want to click on. And when you do that, um, an entry, a blog entry, will come up. And I've picked three that I've seen over the last couple weeks that I just thought were really cool, and that way our listeners could go and check it out. But I just love the name Rocks in My Dryers, in My Dryer. You know, like these are all moms. Yes, me. I would have said crayons in my dryer. That's I mean, fine. I know there's prob- there are mo- there are people that listen to our show that don't have any kids, um, so we're sorry if this doesn't really apply to you. But uh, our next segment stuff <clears throat> that we have um, will appeal to those of you that don't have kids, so we kind of cover it all. Um, but anyway, so the three tips that I found was um, the first one is called a special page that they did on someone's birthday and their family. So when you took pictures of the birthday cake and the birthday party, they did just a, a one-page um, document where they highlighted things that were special about that child, which okay. were, I thought would be very simple to do. And they had um, their milestones, like um, things you accomplished this year, like you played baseball for the first time, is what I wrote in Christians. Uh huh. If you if you had a, you know you know you competed in your first recital. Or you got your yellow or for belt. smaller or kids, or you know, if you were doing like, you know, six months or a year, then you say, you know, walking or you know, what dates they yeah. took their first steps kind of thing. So it's um, whatever kind of special, you know, special accomplishments. And then you could put their favorite things, like what was their favorite color, what was their favorite music, favorite TV show, that kind of thing. What and they wanted to um, be at that time when they wanted to grow up. I always think that is the neatest question to ask small children. 
Yeah, and it's not a hard thing, and you think, oh, well, that's kind of boring. But really, when you go back and look at it, I think it would be so neat. Um, I mean, I know at kindergarten and first grade, I remember the teachers always did that in class. What's neat about it is that as moms, when as your kids get older, you really do, time goes by way too fast. Um, and it's just that you forget. You know, you really yeah. do, you forget things. And it's so nice, I think, to have that later on to uh, look through. Yeah, so I liked that one. And the other one was, um, if you, I thought this would be good if you had multiple kids, like if you had three or four kids or maybe even two kids, if your house was just a little bit more, um, you know, active. I love how you put that, active. I was going to put chaotic. (laughs) No, I like active. That sounds so less threatening. That is so nice. So this was the six-month birthday. And I actually had a friend of mine that used to do this, that her kids' birthdays, just happened to be six months apart, and so she she kind of adopted that for her kids. And what is it now? Well, it, it's called a six-month birthday, but I like it better if you have multiple kids. So let's say your birthday is um, January 1st for your child. Let's say you got four kids. So the one that has the birthday on January 1st, then on July 1st, they you celebrate a six-month birthday, and then that child gets... Um, in this case, the example they gave was a dinner out with a parent, and like so I don't, get, I, I'm not getting this. So, so you're saying that they get more than one birthday? They get more than yeah. It's called a six month birthday. So that way, you make sure the theory behind it is that if you have a t- you know a lot of kids, that they don't necessarily are going to get the one on one time with each parent. As much so as pretty much you could you could even make it a special mom you know, mom and me thing or a you know mom dad and me kind of thing too. They don't even have to call it a six month birthday, but the parents could do that and just celebrate you know or just spend time with each child. You know, have kind of like a date night thing with each child, scheduled you know every so often. Yeah, and they schedule it mm-hmm. and do it at least once a year, and they just do it on the sixth month of their birthday. So like on your birthday, obviously you know lots of. Lots of families do it differently. I mean, some families do it. Everyone celebrates together. Craig's family, when they were little, they had four kids. And on their birthday, one of the things that they got to do was go out to dinner and bring a friend with the parents. And no siblings went. Just the kids went. Just the birthday kid and the friend of the birthday kid. Huh. So um, because, you know, to go out to dinner with a family of six or eight or something could be way expensive. That's very true. Just an idea. Six-month birthday. Um, I've never thought about celebrating it that way. I know that uh, you know um, my husband and I. We do things with the kids. We make sure because there's there's two of them, and our thing is that you know, we have a boy and a girl. And what's fun for the girl might not necessarily be fun for the boy, of course. So we've always done yeah. special things where we have. But you only have two, but imagine if exactly. you have four. Well, yeah, I, I know my parents did. I'm one of four. Yeah, we're all so very it could close get together. Crazy. Yeah, it could get crazy. Like who? I, I think I've blacked out most of that. <laughs> Okay, the last thing I had was, a, you know how everyone, okay, I just moved from the south. I'm sort of in the south still, but not really. Uh-huh. But, you know, when you go to the restaurant, when you order tea, it comes sweet when mm-hmm. you're in Georgia. Yes. So this other one was a recipe for sweet tea. And that's what she put on there on Works For Me Wednesday. It was a recipe for sweet tea. So you guys can log on to that website. It's mm-hmm. rocksinmydryer.typepad.com, and there's a whole bunch of different links. And um, those were just the three that I picked that I really liked. A recipe for sweet tea or six-month birthday and a special page that you can write up on your birthday boy or birthday girl. Well, I like the six-month birthday idea even though because I really like it because you can really take that out of context. You don't have to use it as a, um, you know, birthday thing whatsoever. You could just take that idea and go so many different ways with it. So I really like that. Yes. That's very cool. Yep. I um, I like that a lot. Well, you know, with Christian every day, I mean, every time that kid goes <laughs> to dinner all the time, it's like, yeah, but everybody that doesn't know, she has one child, that child is numero uno, and he, everyone knows it. He is a sweet kid, but he is an only child. Only yeah. child. There's good and bad with that, I'm sure. There really is. There really is good. I, I don't know about how much of the bad there is, but I think there's a lot of good in it. Um, I know, that, uh, you know, my son is always jealous when he comes over and he's talking about, you know, how your son, you know, wants to actually play with Kayla. And my my son, he's like, why? 
I just think that is the cutest thing when, you know, your son, Chris, he's all, you know, very into playing with a little girl, you know, with little toys. And um, Zach just looks at him and thinks he's nuts. But, you know, so that's probably one of the down things. But, you know, yeah, only child is very different than having multiples, I guess. So, okay, well, you know, and who knows, maybe we'll join that Works For Me Wednesday list. I mean, we can submit our link, and then we would just have to write something. Oh, absolutely. So, um, so if you have some feedback on, if you're listening to this and you have some feedback and, you know, have a tip for Wednesday, you can send it to us, and we can always submit it and get on their list. So, okay, well, let's move to the next thing, because we still have, like, three or four things to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, let's do, um, we've got, we got some great letters sent in to us via the mail drop on the website this past week. And so I thought we could answer and go over them, um, pick a few that were our favorites or that were the most popular and answer them. Yes, yes, yes. I wanted to, to talk about Jason's. Okay, go ahead. Okay, do you want me to read his question? Sure. Okay, Jason wrote to us, and he, we wrote this through our questions page on uh, submarinewife.com, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. He, write, he writes, does a Navy wife have to be a female? <laughs> Which I'm, I'm thinking he means does a, the Navy wife, you know, spouse, does this Navy spouse have to be a female? I have found no such site for Navy husbands and was wondering what the, uh, wondering what the answer to my question would be. Thanks and good job, ladies. How do I, and did he write how do I post? Um, I wrote him back and I haven't gotten this question yet. So, um, but this was just written just this, this the other day. So it's pretty, it's very recent. So I'm sure he'll write back to us. Um, but I just wanted to address it on air too. That way, if there's other um, guys out there that have found our site, you know, and ask a question. Or well, we have some Navy dads and grandfathers that yeah. listen and that are part of our site and that actively read our things and have left comments. Um, so yeah, we, we're we're all for um, everyone. Husbands, yeah. uh, fathers, grandfathers, brothers. It could be friends of the family if you're just supporting a sailor, right? Yeah, right. You don't have to be, quote, a submarine wife. You could be a family member or um, a Navy spouse in general. And that that also goes for our name. You know, we might refer to we refer to our our site as submarine wife because you know we are subwives. We started with what we know, but we're growing, and um, we want surface. You know, everyone in the fleet, everyone in the Navy, and hopefully we'll branch out and, you know, even other services would be able to listen now and find entertainment and a lot of the stuff that we do and be able to find um, a lot of information on our page also. Um, We just, of course, will not try, you know, we will, we'll try to help you find answers, but if we don't know something, we won't claim to know it or give, you know, information that we're not sure of. Right, yeah. And um, the other thing, too, um, Mm -hmm. if it's a Navy um, related question, that's more, I guess, official, I guess, in its content. One of our sponsors is AskTheChief.com. So we always... Um, Especially if you want to know regulation know. stuff, you know, things like yeah. you know, uniform the regulation features. or job questions. Um, Orders questions, things yes. like that. They answer all kinds of questions. So, Because um, all we're going to do is go through them and ask the question, or we are going to, um, you know, um, just refer you to them. Yeah, if it's a ty- if it's that type of question, but ask because there's no such no. thing as a yeah. stupid question. Okay, so we have that one. All right, so then the next one um, we have is um, should I go to the FRG meeting? And we had a guest post who um, wrote on submarinewife.com, Brianna, and she wrote a question or a blog post on how um, you know her thoughts on FRG meetings and. Um, that she, you know, her position is that they're really wonderful and that she just got what, would spend so much of her volunteer time to set them up and to encourage wives to go and would be frustrated when wives would just leave right after official information was given out. But um, she was, it was in a very encouraging post um, for our readers to get some insight into the planning that goes on behind the scenes that you might not realize. Which, you know, I was surprised when they when. That. Well, yeah. When more than one person said vote information, I have to say, Wendy, with all the, the wise movies we've been to, that was something that um, the commands that we were part of never did. They never let vote information go coincide with the uh, spouse meetings. So I was actually well, kind sometimes of. sometimes they did. I mean, we, we did have 
you know, the cops come to our meetings, and we did have the CO come to our meetings too. Yeah, but that I think that happened so. once each. But I was saying, like, you know, the the actual wise meetings with the women running it. We never gave out boat information. You know, we never were, you know, we never talked about things. We weren't allowed to. The um, buzzin was usually yeah, there. Yeah, I'm not really sure what she means by that because she didn't really elaborate. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. I, I think some commands it. actually give out kind of like an ombudsman's briefing kind of thing, you know, give you an update. Oh, okay. I see. Kind of and thing. Yeah, that could we have did, happened. Yeah, we didn't. Had an ombudsman. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't, and I know different, you know, commands are different. So some people might be coming for, you know, boat information and might not get it. <laughs> so I don't, I just didn't want to put that out there that just, if you want to go to a WISE meeting looking for boat information, you might not find it. You know, that sometimes WISE meetings are um, strictly social. That is for a right. social cause and to, just true. to get family members together. It depends on the command. Absolutely. So ask. So, yeah, so her question, so as a follow-up yeah. to that post. Yeah, so what was her actual um, question, which I thought was really good because it's very true. Well, you know, her question was she had been to a couple of meetings while her husband was home, and then once he went to sea, she had just had, you know, the I'll call it the typical drama happen in a wife's FRG meeting, and was concerned and thought, well, should I take a chance and go back? Well, she said she I talked again? about. That was, you know, and yeah. I just, you know, shake my head when I hear that. And, and because she felt, her feelings Here, were I'll, I'll, read, I'll read her question to you. Liz says, in the beginning, I went to a few wives' meetings for my husband's boat, and they were all right. But recently, over the past two months, when he was gone, I found myself nervous to go to meetings due to a little group of younger wives who took it upon themselves to gossip about me behind my back, and they don't even know me. I'm hurt by all of this, and to avoid drama and them, I don't go anymore. Should I go to them anyway is the question. So... Um, I answered it online, and you guys can read my response there. But, you know, basically my first instinct was, um, you know, that, you know, I've, I've been to FRGs, some good ones and some bad ones. It's unfortunate, you know, when, when that kind of thing happens um, because they're there to help you and support you, and hopefully you'll make some good acquaintances while you go to a meeting. But um, the good news is is that, even if you had a bad experience, people transfer on and off the boat all the time. So just because, uh, and that happens at a really frequent pace. So if you went to a meeting and then a couple months go by. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's going to be new people there that have never been there before because they're new to the boat, or there's going to be wives that are new to a meeting, not necessarily new to the boat. So. I have to say that my, yeah. Yeah. Was that the end of your thought? Um, yeah, and the other thing was I, I, I told her to um, to try and find an event to attend, like if the FRG is doing like a a pizza, you know, afternoon or they're going to go see a movie together or they're going to do a picnic, to go to the event. That way if you need to sneak out early because it's just <laughs> not your thing. You don't. You're not as noticeable as opposed to, um, you know, leaving in the middle of a meeting or. or yeah. Uh huh. And you're not. It's not such a closed off environment. Yeah, that's great if the the you know the backup plan, the escape plan works. So yeah, I mean, so that's what I told her, and I you know I hope that um, that was benefit. I can't wait to hear back from her. She she wrote back thanks for the advice. So let's see what she ends up doing. Yeah, I, 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 you know, we need to write her back and tell her to um, post what she decided to do. Yeah. And how it went, worked for her. Because I have to say that my first instinct when I read that was to run and just not look back. I know that's awful, but that was my first. I'm being very honest. That was my first instinct, just, you know, just don't put up with it. But then after thinking about it, I thought, you know, no, you don't don't go. Especially she mentioned these are younger wives. Um, go and set a better example. You know, do the whole old thing, you know, treat others as the way that you want to be treated. Just be kind and let them feel pretty badly. You know, maybe they won't ever feel badly for talking like that, but, you know, then that's them. Don't, I, just don't stoop to their level. Don't, you know, but hold your head high. I mean, there's nothing that they can say that um, is going to affect you personally. Uh, it might hurt your feelings. You might overhear something. But, you know, just brush it off. I mean, they're not Right. They're not but anybody you know, the, important. Really, the bottom line is, it's, you know, as much as we don't like it sometimes, it is a big Navy family. And although, you know, I don't like my sister all the time, she's still <laughs> my family. And um, and when it when it counts, you know, we stick together because we're family. So same thing goes for um, 
an FRD. You know, when your guys are when the guys are deployed, you know, and, and something happens and you're sick and you're in the hospital or your car breaks down, those are the girls that are going to help you. Well, you'll be surprised, um, too, how people grow and change. I mean, those young, like yeah. she said, they were young wives. Maybe they're just talking that way because maybe they are that young. Maybe they haven't been out of school that long. Maybe, you know, that's just what they're used to. They just haven't been, and they don't have a better example. So be the better example. That's right. Be the better example. So. And hold your head high and when in doubt, escape. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your gut, right? So, that, that, you okay. know what? Good point. Really quickly, look, listen to your gut instinct. If you're in there and your stomach is turning and you just know that you shouldn't be there because there is too much else going on, because there can be more than just a little drama going on. We've heard a lot of bad things come from wives groups also. You know, there's a lot of good, but there, you know, there comes a lot of bad. So, I mean, follow your gut. If, they, if the majority of women are there are causing problems, then don't drag yourself into that and don't try, um, don't try to save everyone. I mean, you can try to... Uh, put your best foot forward. You can try to give great advice and help with the group. But if it's going down the drain, make sure you pull yourself away from it before something bad happens also. We have to say right. don't don't get – because yeah, your husbands do get involved in this too. Yeah. If, yeah, if there's chaos, stay away from the chaos. Just But be polite. Use manners. And, um, yeah, follow your instincts. And I hope it works out because I'm, you know, I'm the optimist when it comes to stuff like that. So. Yes. Um, okay, well, let's – I'm going to just – um, take a break before we go to our next post. Okay. And um, I just want to remind everyone you're listening to Navy Wife Radio. Today's show is being sponsored by AskTheChief.com. That's AskTheChief.com, helping sailors by answering their questions since 1992. Okay. All right. So um, the next question that we have is, um, let me go back up here to our thing. It's called, How Do I Post? It's called How Do I is the name of the post, actually. And let me get to it real quick. I thought I had it. I had too many. Well, are they asking now, how do you post on our site? No, it's it's a bunch of questions, like how do I, how do I, how do I. And that's the name of the post on the website. And it's a question that we get all the time. So I'm going to read you the question. Okay. It's Amy writes, I am brand new to the military lifestyle. I just got married and moved to a different continent. How do I find out about how do I find out about where the Navy Wives Club meets? How else do you suggest meeting new friends and getting involved in activities? Most importantly, how am I ever going to get through my husband's first deployment? <laughs> Not gracefully. I, I moved out here so we could be together. Thanks for thanks for any advice that you can give. And, um, yeah, we just got this a couple days ago. So um, I'll let you we, – we both, I think, answered it a little bit online. Yeah, well, we shared the very, uh, very similar thoughts. Um, w- one of the points that you made that uh, I completely agree with and think that the best way to meet people is through the people that work directly with your husband. I, I just think that that is the easiest way to get in. And some people might say, oh, no, you know, I just think, you know, you know and give totally other answers. But just based on, you know, my experience – um, through the years, it is so much easier to meet a wife of a guy that works right alongside your husband because they're usually on the same schedule, they're usually doing the same kind of work. Um, a lot of them have similar personalities. It's just it, And plus your husband knows them on a personal level, and it's just very easy to get to know them, and you can ask your husband questions. It just it, it brings you together just to know that your husbands are right there next to each other versus one guy working in one division, another guy working in another part of the boat in another division, and they they might have heard of each other's last name. And uh, another point I think we've always said is, you know, um, ask your husband who he really likes on the boat. Ask, you know, before he leaves or email him, ask him the names of the guys that are married or in serious relationships, and ask him, you know, you know ask what are the guys' last names and ask if, it, you know, if he would mind if, you know, you got, you know, you don't have to ask permission, but, you know, um, if he really likes those guys, that's a really good way of meeting your first friends, getting to know the wives of the guys that your husband is very close to on the boat. That's Because then you guys, the girls will have an instant bond, and I think that's wonderful. And then, of course, you can answer about the, uh, uh, where to get the information. Yeah, the 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 person that's going to tell you where your FRG meeting is is going to be your ombudsman, and your command might have a newsletter, and you can put your name on that list to receive the newsletter, and that'll have all the dates for all the boat functions while the while you know the guys are out. 
because they'll have a ladies' night probably, um, and they'll have other family get-togethers during that time. And you'll just want to contact your ombudsman to get that info, and that's pretty easy. And let's see. Um, yeah, so people can just go on to submarinewife.com if you want more information on that, and you can read about it. Very good. And then, um, okay, so that's, that's that. That's our three questions from the mail drop. And um, we're going to do, uh, uh, we have two more things left. We're going to do an update for our health corner, and then we're going to do the way I see it installment, which will take some time. So, um, So let's, Give everyone an update on our health corner. Yes. So the website that we are using is extrapounds.com, correct? Right. And Wendy introduced us to the site she founded. It is a wonderful site. And if you go to extrapounds.com, you can look for us, uh, Navy Wife Wendy and Navy Wife Maria are our names. We made it very easy. Uh, I'm sure there's people out there probably going, why are they putting Navy Wife, you know, whatever. But that's okay because we put it on there so that you guys could find us easily. We kept our same screen names. And, yeah, it's um, the same screen names. Like the whole. It's on submarinewife.com. What? It's on submarinewife.com under yes. Health Corner. Yes. On our health page. Um, it gives all the links and information. And if you guys want to know all of our business, we actually have our weight posted and countdowns. And yes, we do. Also, I haven't, I haven't updated mine. You've been really good. You've put two posts up there. I did one. I'm, putting a, I'm doing a third oh, today. Okay. I'm on day three. And I'm doing a third today, and I have lost one pound. <laughs> like, Very good. Know. Thank you, Billy Blanks. <laughs> Billy Blanks, you know, Billy Blanks, We love Billy Blanks. We want him to be on our show. Well, we see, we started this yet. whole thing is because, you know, like, hey, if you're tired of, you know, hating the way you look or tired of trying on clothes that don't fit or you want to be thinner. Well, not only that, I think we're in a rut. You just need to lose you need some encouragement. You need to push to lose some pounds. Whether it's losing um, weight or yeah. also the other thing is setting that we said, if you, even if you're not losing weight, if you just want to tone up, or maybe it's a fitness yeah. goal. If you're wanting to say, I want to be able to run in a 5K or a marathon or do a triathlon, um, whatever it is, uh, join us because we, we, need, we need the motivation. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But so the Billy Blanks thing, oh, my gosh, that is just. So you'll hear people are going to hear Somebody wrote a post on MySpace about Billy Blanks. Well, I haven't asked her permission yet to post it. I don't. We can't talk about it yet. I'm going to ask her. I'll send her an email tonight. It's so funny. And I just, I just want her to know. She knows who she is. She wrote a, a little post about Billy Blanks, and I read it. And I sent it to Wendy, and told her to read it. And I just love her post. And I'm hoping she will do a guest spot on here and post yes. her comments because she is so funny, and she's in the same situation we are. She's a, another Navy wife trying to lose weight. And she's she's doing well. I just saw her tracker. She's lost weight, so we won't call her out on it yet. I'll um, ask her permission you need before to, we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, you you need to email me her tracker so I can add her to my list. Because we can add friends. You can put people as friends, right? Uh huh. You know, so we need people to be our friend on our extra pounds list. That's that sounds good. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, well, let's move on to our next thing. So people can find that. Go to, your, go to our website and then just click on the health corner, yes. and then the links are right there. Yes, submarinewife.com. Yes. Go to the page. All the links are there, and you can read it. When I'm, going to, I'm, going to, I'm trying to stay really diligent with it and by writing every night I've been writing now. I mean, I've only, this is only day three, but I'm really going to stick with it, and I'm going to post every day. And we're also, you know, and our posts are kind of, di- I write about what I do, you know, um, yeah, that kind I of haven't stuff done mine yet, but I need. Oh, I put one post up there. So what I want to be able to put on there is, you know, your goal, and then what you actually did, and then I'm going to include some links to some other blogs that I found that are encouraging. Like I found one of these two moms that are um, training to run a marathon. One has twins that are like six months old, I think. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, and so that's not what I was thinking about when my kids were six months. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, she's I wish it was, though. Yeah, she is a serious runner. So, Okay, so join us in the health corner, ladies, and we we would um, we ask you to join us in our little oh. fitness quest thing. And you don't have to put – please, don't feel obligated to post. We also put our little post on – yeah, you read, go read through the page. But you, if you want to join us, you are not obligated to post your weight. We encourage no. you that you do because, you know, it's kind of – it really is motivating when you, when you actually – it's kind of like owning up to it. You said this is, you know, where I'm at and this is where I want to be. And because then you really, you're sharing it. It's out there. Other people are also watching and expecting you and encouraging you. 
you know, to um, to do it. So uh, we we encourage you to, but it's not you do not have to post your weight um, to join. So just let you know, you can keep that private. Right. Yes. Okay. So are we going to go on to now the way I see it? Yes. <clears throat> this is the way I see it. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this segment is inspired by um, the Speaking Deutsch segment on on uh, Big Idea, <laughs> which is one of my favorite shows on TV. I just love that show. So okay. I just like that I, I can actually talk about something like that the way I see it and then not be censored. I think this is just a blast. No, you're but, totally not censored. I know, but see, today you don't have to censor me today. It's a, it's a, it's called Safety First, and this is a post that I'm going to be making on SubmarineWife.com, and it was, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it was um, brought to my attention when I was at a store the other day. I know everybody's been in a store and heard someone talking about something they shouldn't have been, and I was standing in line at the checkout line, and there was a young wife in front of uh, maybe, yeah, she was in front of me, and there was an old, uh, a guy maybe in his 30s standing in front of her. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I think I um, <clears throat> had a tickle. Okay, so the man, this is, they had a conversation going on, and, you know, you just can't help but overhear as you're stacking stuff on to the checkout because he sure. was paying, and, you know, she only had a few things. So I'm standing right there next to her. And the man asked her how she was doing, and she said good, and she remarked something about being tired. And, and um, he says, oh, and, you know, he's just kind of a flirtatious man. He says, well, you're too young to be feeling tired, aren't you? And the wife said, well, I had to do my lawn work today because my husband usually does it, but he is deployed. And that's where – have you ever had those, the, the Homer moment where you just go, don't, you know, and you just want to hit your head? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> where, what was she thinking? <clears throat> Excuse me. So this is the moment I had. So the man, you know, of course, then perked up, and he goes, Navy? You know, and the young wife goes, yes. And the man says, stationed here at the sub base? And the young wife says, yes. And I'm just thinking, shut up. Red flag, red flag. I mean, I was blaring at the back of her head. I was saying, shut up. I said, I don't say that. <laughs> but I just wanted to grab her. And the man says, I was in the Navy, which anybody could just say that. What phone is he on? And the wife said, he is on the blank. Uh-huh. She said oh. it. And then the young wife, and then he says, oh, man, you know, I know that. How long has he gone for? And the wife no. said, yes. Oh, about two or three more months. It sucks. And the conversation then slowly fizzled out, and as he was done checking out, and it was time for him to go, he said, have a nice day. <clears throat> and the dialogue was over. And I just stood there awestruck that the woman just announced to a man in his 30s that her husband was on a certain boat, that he was going to be gone for two or three more months. And I know she was just trying to be nice and have that, you know, southern hospitality kind of conversation in the checkout line where everybody just talks about nothing and, you know, whatever. But I don't think she understood the situation she was putting herself in. She wasn't thinking of her safety. So being the daughter of a retired detective and not... (laughs) to think about how many times I've heard this and then I thought we should post something on it. And this is really important, so we're going to use pretty much the rest of the time to talk about this because I really want to get this point through about safety. Um, us as young, uh, not just as, you know, um, women, this is about anyone that is alone. You need, you know, no matter what your age, no matter what your situation, whether your husband is deployed, whether you just, your husband works a lot, um, these are just good safety tips. Or if tips. he travels a lot. Tra- or just anything. Or, it, yeah. it, it's just bringing it back into the picture. Yeah. So what this woman didn't understand, and this I know I was brought up differently with my, my, my father as a detective. You know, he always taught us about being safe and about, you know, you know, making sure we looked in our cars before we got in all this stuff. And I just don't think she realized that that man, I mean, she didn't know who he was. He could have easily gone out into the parking lot sat in his car and I don't mean and I again I don't mean to scare anyone but this is really important so we're going to we're going to get detailed about this we're going to go there we're going to go there he could have easily have waited for her to come out and followed her home he would know where she lives he would know that she he had another two to three months at least a few weeks to watch to see what her schedule is and that's what these you know predators do and they have a, they're, they're smart he would know that she went jogging every morning at 9. He would know that she met, you know, friends on Tuesday, that she had Bible study Wednesday night. He would know when that house is empty, how many people were in and out of that house. And it is just an awful situation to set up. And so I wrote, you know, um, there, there some tips 
about what you can well, do. Well, and I also wanted to say, too, <clears throat> even if it wasn't him, oh, absolutely. it could be the guy that was an aisle over. It could have been the checkout person. It could have been the checkout person. It could be the guy that was standing behind you that yes. could hear. Absolutely. You just never know. I mean, I heard the whole conversation, and I was yeah. a third party. Heard the whole yeah. thing in detail. I know what boat her husband was on. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I, I, I should have pulled her aside. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go, when she said the boat, you didn't go, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Yeah, do the loud, <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> you mean the U.S. is where he works. Yes, yeah. okay, so quickly, um, I'll, uh, I'll go through these tips. Um, do not tell your people that your husband is gone. That's tip number one. Um, they don't need to know this information. Even when someone calls and asks for him, telemarketers. I mean, they can get all of your information. You don't know who's calling. I mean, it could be someone it's posing as a telemarketer. Yeah, they're, they're just fishing for information. I that's mean, that's right. one of the kinds of crazy things where people will pretend Well, anyone can call your house and yeah. say they're selling you something or they need to talk to so-and-so and get your name out of a phone book after that. Yeah, you know, and directories, it's so easy to Google things now and to find people's information. Um, so unless it's friends or family, of course, just you know, use the same rule that you used when you were little and in school and your parents were gone and you were told, you know, just to tell them that they were unavailable. Do you remember that? Or they were in the shower? Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> I, I always remember that. So, I mean, that's really important. And then do not give out your husband's name or boat information to strangers. It's just way too easy to find out what boats are deployed. Um, number three, be aware of your surroundings. When going to the store, try not to go late at night. If you have to, call someone as you're coming out of the store. Keep them on the phone until you're safe in your car. Keep your hand on your keys ready. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your 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 keep your hand on your car alarm and always look in the car before getting into it. Look around your car as well. Um, I'll read through these and then if you want to. We'll talk about them. I'm just going to read them really fast since we don't have much time because I really want to get these points. And even if people don't read it on our site, um, these are important. Um, try, number four, try to change up your routine if at all possible. It is easy to be a creature of habit, especially when your husband's deployed. You know how we get into those schedules. But others notice that just as easily, like the guy that mows your neighbor's lawn or someone that lives down your street that you don't even know. People notice you know, habits. If you do something every day at the same time, People notice it. And you might not think anything of it, the guy that mows your neighbor's lawn on Tuesdays, but he might notice you. So number five, have someone else park in your driveway. These are some little tricks about how to keep yourself safe. Um, you can have someone else park in your driveway. This could be a neighbor down the street, someone that you're friends with. Um, a lot of our husbands leave their cars. Of course, when they're you know, deployed, leave them at home instead of a delayed parking area. Um, switch up the cars. If you have another wife in your division that you know or someone else in your boat, um, have her, you know, have her husband's car parked in your driveway a couple times a week, and vice versa. Switch your cars around. Nobody is going to know. A predator is not going to know the difference. Uh, number six, do not create a bad situation. If you are having something done, installed in your home, you know, work done where you have, you know, some contractor in or just some, mm -hmm. yes, you call some number out of a phone book. Have a friend come over or let a neighbor know so that you are not alone with a stranger in your home. Or talk on the phone with a friend. Even if the first two are not available, you could have someone long distance. As long as they know that if there's a problem, they need to call someone, um, that's important. Um, also, what goes with that is keeping um, a local friend. Try to make it local. Uh, a local friend up to date about your whereabouts. If you're taking a long drive to the following town, you know, to go shopping or to just go see, do, you know, whatever, let someone know. Someone should always know where you're at because the biggest thing with disappearances with, with women, when they are found missing, it's usually too late that they've been, you know, noticed that they're missing. If you <clears throat> take that drive on Friday and your friend knows you're supposed to be home Friday night and you're supposed to check in with her when you get in and you don't check in, she's going to know within a few hours of you missing that something is wrong and something needs to be done. And then um, versus if, you, if someone doesn't know, then, um, I mean, they might not know until Monday or Tuesday when you don't show up to work, and then you've been missing since Friday. So, you know, it's just, it, it would be, it's so much more likely that they could find you or that you would be okay if somebody, or if anyone was missing, if you, you know, if it was, if you were found missing the same day versus four or five days later. Um, your chances of um, surviving after four or five days are not good. So they are, and that's just one of those things that they talk about. I know it's not a very good subject, but it's really important. And then, um, oh, I apologize for any background noise. Um, and then the other thing was, um, if you have a screen or storm door, these are just basic things. Um, keep it locked and talk through it. You know, don't ever open that 
that barrier. You know, if you have a screen door and right, in, right. in your front of your house, and you open the main door, but then you keep the other door closed. <clears throat> if you have a dog, um, let it come to the door with you. If it's a big, scary dog, even better. Um, unless it's only four pounds like my little dog, um, then I always joke that a hamster would be just as useful to carry with you to the door. It wouldn't help any. Okay, let's see another one. If you run, jog alone, carry a cell phone, mace, pepper spray, or a personal alarm. And I don't know if everybody knows what a personal alarm is, but it is a small thing that looks like the alarm on your car. And it, it rings like a siren. It is super loud. My dad always had, you know, wanted me to have one of those. Um, and they are amazing. People will come out of their house wanting to know what that sound is. So even if you're jogging, running in a familiar area, you know, just never be too safe. Um, and then let's see, we only have a couple more. If you have an alarm on your home, use it. It is a great safety feature. If you don't, there are these are a couple safety tips that my father taught me. Especially if you live in base housing, you can't install things in your house. This is really important. If you want to feel extra safe with your windows, you can buy wooden doll rods, which if you don't know what those are, go into your local hardware store, anything like Ace, you know, any hardware store will have them. And you say, I would like some wooden doll rods. And you can cut them to size. And what you do is you put them in the jam of your window up along the side, and people will not be able to see them from the outside, and nobody will be able to force your window open. It's impossible. It's an old trick. Um, my dad always used it. It is a great way to keep your um, house secure. And then also um, place, always place the brightest possible lights in your, in your door lights and fixtures and keep them on at night. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, those are just simple little things that, you know, Very you can do. Yes. And then um, last two tips. Number, this is number 12. Just remember that there are safety in numbers. Don't go to unfamiliar events and places alone. That's just common sense. And then number 13, this is one that um, my mom reminded me about that my dad um, also told women to do when they were home alone, which I thought this was the greatest tip of all. Very simple. Get a pair of men's work boots and put them outside your front door or your walkway or whatever at different times in different positions. You switch it around, and it will look as if a man has kicked off his boots as he's walked in. I said, but please, and I wrote this, please make sure that you tell your husband that you are doing this, especially if you bought a, <laughs> especially if you have bought Sorry, a pair. Yes. This is funny, though, but it's true. Especially if you bought a pair while he is gone to use, he might freak out a little bit if there's a pair of men boot, uh, men's boots that don't belong to him inside his house or outside his house. So we don't want to cause any marital problems, you know, and put you in counseling because you're trying to say, no, 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 the subwives told me it's a safety tip. And he's going, oh, yeah, somebody told you to buy men's boots. Mm-hmm, sure. But if you really think about it, the whole point of these rules are to make it seem like someone else is there too, like the cars, the boots. When you make it, you're, you're supposed to make it seem like your husband's not away. So just, I love that one. I love yes. that one. No, but seriously, so if you, have, yeah. if you don't have a pair, extra pair of your husband's boots, just please remember to move them around. If you keep them in the same place for a month, it doesn't work the same as if, you know, uh, one night at 5 you put them out, one night at 9 you put them out. You know, one day they sit there all day, one day they're gone. You know, change up the, the boots too or the shoes, put a pair of men's, you know, sandals out there, whatever. But nothing says there's a man in the house but a big pair of steel toe work boots. Your neighbors might talk a little, but who really cares? You can tell them <laughs> what you're doing. I like that idea. So anyway, that that's it, and I think I finished in time. Did you have anything to add to that then? Um, no, I think those are all great. I mean, a lot of them we went over before. So Yes, and the personal alarm. It's very important. I mean, you know, we do fun stuff on this show, and <clears> we um, bring you all kinds of neat ideas and things. So this is more on the serious topic, but it's important. And so yes. um, that's why we're talking about it. And real quick, I wanted to add that personal alarm that I'm talking about. It really is an amazing thing, and you really should have one. You can put it on your key ring. You can carry it when you're jogging. You can put it on your belt, put it on your purse. It's well, where just, can you get one? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You can get one. Um, you can look online. You can call a lot of um, home insurance or home insurance. Home alarm systems have it. Like I think ADT carries them, things like that. Brinks or Brinks or what? Brinks, sorry, Brinks. Brinks. Um, but you can Google it online, and it'll be under. Um, sur- you know, they'll have like it with all the other alarm surveillance kind of stuff. Personal alarms are very popular, and you should have one. So you can just do a search for that. Nope. Yes, just search for personal okay. alarm. Very good. <sighs> all right. Well, um, okay. So the last we have a couple. We have a some things that we have coming up that we're going to talk about. Our live feed will drop off in about a minute. So 
if we lose anyone, we apologize if we lose you because we probably won't finish right on time. Um, but we're going to go straight through with just our announcements. Um, but um, our what we're working on, our new segment is called Following Your Dreams Now, meaning um, what can you do right now in this military life that makes you feel like um, like you're that you're you know following your passion that you're doing something you're excited about instead of just you know if your husband's deployed just sitting at home waiting for him to come home. Um, so we came up with this segment and I thought it would be um, really cool to give you some interviews of people that we that we think are inspiring um, and some stories about wives that are actually wives or spouses that are actually um, doing things right now in pursuit of their goal, their dream, whether they're teaching or went back to school or whatever. So that's what we're working on for the summer. Right, Marie? Yes. Yes. So um, in that segment, we're going to interview Sarah Smiley, and she'll be here on June 12th. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 